And then how do you pay yourself? Great question. You start to, you price correctly. You have the right margins. You have to sell to make enough money back to pay back for the product. And you have enough margin to start to pay yourself and team members. Does it happen right away? Absolutely not. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, Mina. Is it just me or does AI seem to be the latest trend? It's like everywhere we look, And everyone we're talking to is creating or using some type of AI tool to help move their business forward. Agreed. AI is definitely changing the game right now, especially for business owners. It's helping to automate, save time, and can even help you create marketing content for social media or emails. (laughs) Like 100%. Because just the other day, I used ChatGPT to help me write a caption for one of the reels I'd created. And oh my goodness, let me tell you. I mean, it saved so much time. It was awesome. And it gave me everything I needed. And I was able to have the reel done in five minutes, which is like win-win for me over here. That's amazing. Now is definitely a time to jump into the world of AI, which is why we're so excited to announce that HubSpot now has new AI features. Their content assistant and chat spot are two brand new tools that will immediately save you and your team, if you have one, so much time. Um, incredible. Way to go, HubSpot, for staying on the trend because that feature also runs on ChatGPT's tech, which can help you make compelling content and manage your CRM way faster than ever before. I mean, it helps with things like ad copy and data analytics to workflow automation. This can all now be done with a chat command. Bonkers. I mean, we're definitely going to have to check it's this like, out. I feel like we're on a rocket ship and we're living on the moon now. <laughs> it's like 2050 <laughs> right now. It's time to work smarter, not harder, product boss. Find out more about how to use AI to grow your business at HubSpot.com slash artificial dash intelligence. Hey friends, and welcome back to another Just Jack episode. Just Jack. All right. <laughs> So we have been um, getting some amazing Ask Us Anything questions. Um, if you are in, follow us at The Product Boss or you follow at The Jacqueline Snyder, um, if you are in multi-stream machine with us, um, you will be prompted to be able to ask us questions. And I'm so excited to be able to answer those live on the podcast here with all of you. Um, so there's some fun um, questions that have come in. The first one, because we kind of said ask us anything. And so there is a fun one. Maybe I'll kick off with really quick just to answer a couple questions. Um, and this came in, this question came in from Dawn, our friend Dawn. And she has some fun questions. So I'll just answer this um, for you. How do you take your coffee? Well, I take it with almond milk and Mina takes it with oat milk. And if I had a superpower, what would it be? to duplicate myself. (laughs) 
how can I get all the things done that I want to get done? It would be like cloning myself, I believe, um, to get all the things done. I mean, imagine like me splitting off into a whole bunch of people and then coming back to one. That is, I think, what my superpower would be. I'll bet a lot of you feel that way too. What's the most useless talents you have? (laughs) Talking? Now, I don't know if I have a useless talent. I'll tell you what I can't do. If you want to know this, I cannot wink. I, uh, it's not a great amount of Botox in my in my eyebrows. It's that I actually can't wink. I feel like I can't move a lot of muscles in my face. So, um, so that natural look of no lines is because I can't move my muscles. So one of the hardest things, um, one of the hardest things is like when those old school cameras where you had to look through the viewfinder and I can't close an eye. So I'd always like hold an eye closed. So thank you to Apple for creating iPhones where I no longer have to close one eye. My favorite time of year is the holiday season. I love when the air gets cool. This is an LA girl talking about it, not like how it felt when I was in New York and it was freezing. But when the air gets cool and the leaves, everything has like changed and and turned, there are warm drinks and family gatherings and music and the scents. And if I could play Mariah Carey's Christmas album all day long while burning my lidstone candle, like cedar scented candles, I would. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I might do that. All right. So that was a little bit of a fun um, Q&A. Now let's get into the real stuff, the real questions. So Kate asked, how do you effectively add time into pricing, right? So Kate makes dog treats from home while managing home and kids. How do I pay myself? Such a good question, Kate. And I love questions like this. This is something I definitely work, you know, when I work one-on-one with clients on this, this is something that in our masterminds, you know, a really big thing is like, are you paying yourself? Now there's the numbers of, can the business pay for itself? And then it's, are you paying yourself? And how can we give you a raise? So how do you manage time? Well, the, I think the hardest part about time when you're pricing is either you're not, you're not paying yourself, you're not charging for time, you're just doing it, or you might think your time is worth a lot more than what is reasonable to charge for the action you're taking. So I'll give you an example of how I coach someone. So she was making bags and handbags and she believed her time was worth a lot, like $100 an hour. My time is worth $100 an hour, okay? Now, making these bags and hand painting these bags and having custom, it's like an Etsy an Etsy person, like an Etsy seller. It was like, okay, so how long does it take you to paint the bags? Well, it takes me um, a couple hours to paint the bags, the drying time and all these things like that. Okay, well, there's no way you could possibly charge $100 an hour if it's gonna take two and a half hours to complete because that's not reasonable to the end consumer. So what you need to think about, and we teach this inside of Multistream Machine and we reiterate it whenever we coach, is you have to think about what if I were to hire someone to execute on this? So what if I were to hire someone to be the painter of bags? How much would I pay them per hour? Are they a $15 an hour person? Are they a $20 an hour person? Like what is the amount of money that this person would would get paid per hour? It's less than you, my friend, as the business owner. Then the second thing is, is that if they were to do this, not one-off, but if they were going to do this as a... um like more how you would do manufacturing and production where it's like, and this is the coaching that I gave to the student was, all right, what are the steps to painting on this bag? Well, first I have to prep the bag. So I have to wipe it down. Then I have to paint a white base layer. 
Then I have to paint the stripes of the colors that they chose. And then I have to paint the, the lettering. Okay, cool. All right. So as a production person, whenever they're planning out their production, they're like, okay, cool. In one hour, how many bags can I wipe down clean and have them prepped for when the order comes in? Right? Maybe they can get 60 bags done in 60 minutes and it's like a dollar per bag to be part of that wipe down. Then the second part is like, okay, I need a prep with the white, the white paint. Okay, well now maybe they can do 30 bags in an hour. And so it's $2 a bag. I'm coming up with weird numbers. Hold on. I'm doing it like, I don't know what number I'm using for you here. Hold on. I'm, I've lost my thought. So whatever you're, okay, so let's go back to this. Um, let's just say you're paying, let me back up. You're paying $10 an hour to a person. Okay, $10 an hour. I think I was charging $60 an hour. So ignore all of my math up until this point. So you're charging $10 an hour or someone's charging you $10 an hour to execute. They can get, you know, 60 bags done. You divide that up and it's like 50 cents a bag or something. Then um, they can get 10 bags done in an hour. They're getting a dollar per bag because you can only do 10, 10 bags. This is my math happening in real life where it's not... I'm not doing a very good, very good job here. But what I'm trying to say is that you think about in, in production and doing bulk actions at once, what can be done in those hours? And then if it's the hand painting or it's the color, it's like, great, all the orders come in and then I'm going to paint all the pink bags. I'm going to paint all the blue bags. I'm going to paint all the orange bags, but I'm going to execute the same stripe painting at the same time on these bags. And then the last step would be the actual execution of the hand painted letters and however long that took. And you would divide all of that up by however much you paid that person per hour and what they executed, and that turns into your labor costs. And labor is what's built into your pricing formula, not your time as a business owner. You get paid through the margins, your profit margins. That's where you get paid. Labor and cost of goods is what goes into what it costs to make each individual item, okay? So I hope that makes sense. And then how do you pay yourself? Great question. You start to, you price correctly. You have the right margins. You have to sell to make enough money back to pay back for the product. And you have enough margin to start to pay yourself and team members. Does it happen right away? Absolutely not. So you could test and try. All right, once a month, I'm going to pay myself $100. $500. I'm just going to, it's like profit first. A lot of you might follow profit first with Mike McCallowitz. Um, He makes sure that there is some sort of level of profit that you're retaining. Or can you treat yourself to something? All right. I'm not paying myself yet, but can I get a massage once, <laughs> once a month with the money I've created in this? So I think first and foremost, it's about you actually taking some of the money out and not putting it back in. I do recommend recommend Profit First for those of you who are not financially aligned yet, and it's a good way of thinking about it. For those of you that are bigger businesses that are growing, that are six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure, I don't recommend Profit First, and I don't recommend like Dave Ramsey's way, things like that. Because as you start to grow bigger businesses, you start to learn about like leveraging money, credit, And I will say this, credit and line of credit and credit cards are all okay in business to use. And sometimes you can pay it off monthly and sometimes you might need to leverage your money until you get paid by a store. But the idea of leveraging. But if you're just at that very, very beginning point of how do I pay myself, Profit First might really help you when it comes to mindset. I think we also had Mike on the podcast talking about Profit First. So we'll see if we can get that in the show notes. 
Hey friends, we just wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to share with you our latest podcast recommendation. Recently, we've been hooked on the Side Hustle Pro podcast hosted by Nikayla Matthews Akome, which is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Yeah, Nikayla is so amazing. One of the things I love most about her podcast is how she shares stories of women of color and diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled their side hustles into profitable businesses. I mean, talk about inspirational. A hundred percent, right? And on one of her latest episodes, she actually interviewed our friend and one of our mentors, Rachel Rogers. Shout out, Rachel. Together, they discussed why we should all be millionaires. And Rachel even shared actionable tips on how to scale your own business to seven figures. I mean, music to my ears. That episode (laughs) is so good. Plus, you're sure to love Nikayla's real and authentic insights of what it's like to build a side business while working a full-time job. Since we know so many of you listening can really relate to that. Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. Hey, hey, Product Boss. Okay, it's your product biz coach here, Jacqueline, and I have a treat for you. So the other day we got a message on Instagram from our friend Lolly. Now she's a product boss and she was on the hunt for an easy to use inventory management software to keep track of her raw goods and what she had ready to sell. And guess what? We had an answer for her. Not only did we have a fantastic inventory management software to refer her to, but we also had a whole treasure chest of 308 other business tools and resources to make her product-based business easier to manage and, and more efficient to grow. And we have it for you as well. Now picture this, packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools. Oh my, you name it, we've got it. And here's the cherry on top. It is totally free, right? It's not going to cost you a single penny. That's right, because you can get your hands on the Product Boss's Ultimate Resource Guide absolutely free. We are on a mission to change small businesses' lives and, and their ability to grow around the world. And whatever we can do to help you do that, we are here for it. And so we're hoping that this resource guide is one step closer to reaching your dreams. So all you need to do is slide into our DMs on Instagram with the word guide and just send us that message and we will send you a link to download it right away. Or you can head straight to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Easy peasy. Oh, and did I mention you can also DM us guide on Instagram and voila, we'll shoot you that link right away. So my friend, don't wait another second. You can get your hands on the ultimate resource guide for product bosses right now. Now let's jump back into the show. Okay. So this question comes from Tanja. And it's, what are your thoughts about staying small, like staying a small business on purpose? What if your business is just a job you created for yourself? Is there a number attached to it? Okay. It's kind of like a a bigger question, but let's see how I can hone in on this. So I think there are two questions to ask yourself when you are all considering, do I stay a small business? Do I grow? And I know that this comes up a lot, especially like those of you that are interested in masterminding with me and being a part of like a group of like expansion, I think a lot of times people don't apply to things like that because they're afraid of what could happen. 
A lot of you out there may have never invested in a multi-stream machine because you're actually, the results are so good that you're afraid of what could happen and you're not ready for what could happen. You're not ready for success because you're not sure that you want success. You're not sure that you want a successful business and also the responsibilities that come with a business that's actually working, okay? I'm sure this resonates with a lot of you. It's scary. It's the unknown is scary. But this is why, and especially like in the masterminds that I'm going to be um, facilitating, uh, mindset is going to be a very big part of this. And mindset has been such a big part of it for me in my growth. And if you've worked with me closely, you know this, and I'll, I'll tell you all here. When we hit our first million dollars, I started having anxiety attacks and panic attacks. Literally, that fight or flight, I would fly. <laughs> Running out of the house. I, I was staying at my in-laws house. I, like, I got to go. I'm going to like, panic and I walked through the woods and I found myself like crouching down on rocks. I was losing my mind and I could not understand why when I had finally hit, I'd made a million dollars in our business, right? Like it was, it was bonkers. It was unbelievable. It was something bigger than I'd ever imagined. And my brain broke. And that's because my brain did not have the capacity to hold what had just happened, which was opposite to every thought I'd ever had to that point of, I will never make it. I will never make a million dollars. I will never be wealthy. I will never be independently wealthy. I'm going to be homeless and without a home and everything's going to go away. These are all the thoughts I had. So when all of a sudden there's proof that I do have money, that I can make money, that I don't have to live in this story that I've lived in, it broke. I broke. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't hold it. I couldn't hold the capacity. So when you're thinking about questions like this of staying small on purpose, I want you to ask yourself truly deeply, and you may want to journal on this, is are you staying small because you're afraid of what could happen if it gets big? Are you staying small because you don't trust yourself, because you don't think you know enough about business, because you don't want to work all the time, because you, like you said here, did I just create a job for myself, Right. Because we all have choices and opportunities in our life. And this is something that Mina and I have been exploring is like, we created a business. So how do we get this business to work for us in the way that we want to make it work for us? What are our needs, wants, and desires as human beings on this planet? And so you, my friend, can run your business however you want to run it. We know someone who has a $20 million plus business where she barely works in it. And she has a small team and tech and China and Amazon deal with the majority of the problems. Does she step in and work on stuff? Sure. Is she in it all the time? No. Does she get to do the stuff she likes, like go on photo shoots and be creative? Yes. Now, did it take work to get there? 100%. But a big business does not mean that you're buried underneath papers and books and you never leave your office. In fact, the goal is as your business gets bigger is actually you start to remove stuff from your plate. The goal is as you get bigger and you start to drive revenue is that you start, and this is something we work on in our mastermind, is that you start to say, who can I hire first? Who am I going to hire next? Who do I keep hiring? Right? And I know that sounds scary, especially when maybe you've never managed someone before because learning to be a boss is probably the hardest job of being a boss, of like managing people and humans. But we're not meant to do this on our own. Now, so ask yourself that. Why am I wanting to stay small? Am I afraid of what could happen of my inevitable success? Am I afraid of that? And if I am, can I problem solve for that? Which 100% you can. And I want you to find proof and I want you to listen to this podcast and I want you to surround yourself with people that are proof it can be done, that are proof that like, wow, 
that person is living their life on vacation. They have a business that's paying their mortgage. They got to leave their full-time job. They're saving money for retirement. They're The business is paying for itself. It's not coming out of their savings. They have team members and they do not look, I'm sure there's some days they cry, but they don't look like they never leave. And if you are a big business, and I've done this also with some of our students in our mastermind, I've had a big food company business that she never left the kitchen. She'd sleep there. She had like a mattress on the floor um, because she had all the reasons why it had to be her making and cooking the product she was selling. And we really worked on that mindset aspect and then hiring. So she didn't have to sleep on the floor. Hiring two different cooks that could do things at different rotations. One's a night cook, one's a day cook, right? She's doing great. And thank God she did it because she needed that time for herself. So I want you to ask that question to yourself and I want you to, to do what Marie Forleo says, everything is figureoutable. I want you to think there is a solution to this problem. I just don't have it yet because I don't need to have it right now. But when I am big and bustling and this business is growing, I will solve for that when the time comes. And then the other side is like, if you've created a job for yourself, then change it, hire, become profitable, sell, do the things that are required to be a business owner that are not that old school way of thinking. Like I own a restaurant and I'm always in the kitchen in the restaurant. No, no. I had this conversation with my father-in-law. He's in commercial real estate. He's also managed properties. He's in his seventies. He wants to retire, but he's constantly like, this person turned off, turned on the fire alarm. This person got locked out of their place. And like, he's driving around to all these different commercial real estate places. And I'm just like, why are you doing it all yourself? You're never going to get out of the day-to-day. You're never going to get out of all of this management, the stuff that's stopping you from retiring because you're still running around. Just pay somebody, employ somebody, give someone else a job, a means, a living wage, and let them do it for you. And you do what you're best at or what you've earned, which is rest, right? Which is travel, which is spending time with your family and your grandkids. So I just want you to think about that and think about what's best for you. And I hope that that inspires some of you. So thank you again for listening to this Just Jack episode. Um, Summer fun over here. If you want to connect with me, come to the Jacqueline Snyder on Instagram. Say hi, follow me over there. I'm trying to build a following on Instagram in 2023, which is near impossible, but come follow. But as always, the product boss is here for you twice a week with really fun, great teaching style podcast episodes. Um, Multi-Stream Machine is our signature program that will be available soon again. Um, And in between, we're just here to make sure you're having fun, enjoying business and supporting you along the way. All right, thank you, my friends. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, 
and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.